Hey guys, this episode of Pussy Powwow is brought to you by Havenly Mood, an online Etsy shop selling label pins, apparel, and more. Their Black Girl Magic shirt was even featured on Fashion Bomb Daily. And speaking of their shirts, if you recall on last week's episode, we mentioned that a happy wife equals a happy life. And if that statement applies to you, they have a shirt for that. So you should definitely go check them out at www.havenlymood.etsy.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Havenly Mood. That's H-A-V-E-N-L-Y-M-O-O-D. Havenly Mood, designed to fit your mood. And now let's start the show. Welcome to episode three of Pussy Pow Wow. I'm Tanisha. I'm Kim. And I'm June. How is everybody doing today? Today's a rainy, drizzly day. It is. It is, it but is. it's Friday. It's Friday. It is yes. Friday. It's sad, though, because it's the end of our spring break. Not for me. <laughs> I'm going on vacation, so Ugh. I'm excited I about swear that. this went by so quickly. Like, really I was did. so busy this, this spring break. And I wasn't even necessarily busy, but it just... It just went by fast. I'm like, I, I didn't do yeah. shit. I did nothing. I need a redo. Hello. I didn't, I didn't have a spring break. I'm not on that school calendar <laughs> like y'all. I don't know how people work year round because I would go insane. Hello. I need Hello. breaks. When I used to work for the bank, me and my friends used to joke that we needed like psychological services. Like real so shit. so stressful. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. Mm-mm. I really, really don't. Really, really don't. What are we like three months away from our two and a half months off? <laughs> yes. It's and three I need every dot every three day. Three months too long. <laughs> So funny. <laughs> so guys, um, I wanted to, before we got into our topic of the day, just mention the tragedy that happened yesterday um, in Florida. There was a pedestrian bridge that collapsed, and I thought it was so, so sad, especially considering the bridge was supposed to increase safety, just so that walkers and uh, cyclists could have a safe way to cross the road. And now there are six people so far that they have mm-hmm. found dead. And there are probably more trapped under like all of the rubble. So you just, just imagine just walking to class and then bam. Exactly. Dead. Exactly. Like, that is just yeah. crazy to me. Really, really disheartening. And especially after the tragedy that happened, what was that, just a month ago with the mm-hmm. shooting in the high school it's just, just Florida so is that state right now. Like they're yeah, like that bounded state right now. It is. It is. I hope nothing comes to Texas. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with Texas. We don't want to do <laughs> exactly. any of that. Very, very sad. But very praying sad. for everyone so, there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Prayers up to them. Prayers up to them. Um, so today, guys, we are talking about losing friendships. Girl, bye. <laughs> yes, yes. Girl, bye, for sure. Um, and the reason we wanted to talk about this was, for me, this this episode uh, hits close to home because I recently had some turmoil within like a friendship group She of didn't mine. need them. I cannot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had some recent turmoil um, that really tested the strength of the friendship. And I know that Kim and June have also had... Um, some run-ins with losing friends and it's just it's just a crappy experience especially if you're not expecting it or you don't understand why it's happened so we just kind of wanted to share with you guys our experiences um, 
because it's good to know you're not alone. You know, it happens to everybody, unfortunately. Um, and we also wanted to just provide you guys with information about why it happens and what you can do to repair the friendships if you so choose. Um, and speaking of saying it, it happens to everybody, it's actually pretty normal for your friendships to end. Um, in a 2009 article on psych.org, a sociologist by the name of Gerald Molenhurst stated that we lose about half of our friends every seven years. So losing friendships is not a weird thing. It's not always a bad thing. Shit happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I truly believe that some people are just seasons. Like they were there for a purpose. You yeah. Know? Yeah. We hear that all the time. A reason, a season, a lifetime. And you know, that's like, apparently friendships are, are seasonal. That's just, that's just what it is. Yeah. Um, and I also feel like, um, you know, it doesn't necessarily always have to be like a bad thing. Right. Yeah. For me personally, like the friendships that I've ended recently, um, those are actually really positive, uh, positive for me in that it was, it, it removed a lot of stress and negativity from my life. Right. right. And so, you know, I, I can feel it. I can feel like that weight off my shoulders. It was almost like a burden, Mm -hmm. you know? So in that sense, I feel like for your own personal protection, like sometimes it's necessary to end friendships, right? Absolutely. Um, And that's typically the only, I feel like for me, the only time when ending a friendship is actually necessary, Mm -hmm. when it's starting to really affect, you know, my mood and my Mm -hmm. stress levels and all of that kind of thing. Because at the end of the day, a friendship isn't, that's not what a friendship is for. Say, when it becomes a job and I just look at the text and I'm just like, oh, yeah, right. yes, right. yes. Or you look at the text and you don't even want to read it. You just yeah. ignore it. They call you and you put your phone on silent. You just don't want to do it. She doesn't even answer my text. So well, that is true. Even <laughs> with my friends, I'm just I'm not a phone person. No, I answer text messages like three I hours like later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes but I answer. <laughs> sometimes it is necessary though yeah. mm-hmm. and sometimes it can feel like a lot especially considering how many friends you have knowing this information that your friend turnover actually is pretty high you know normally when you have a lot of friends that can really seem like maybe you're doing something wrong when you're mm-hmm. losing all of these people I know I have a, a shit ton of friends people tell me anyways I think it's a normal amount but I guess it's, it's because <laughs> well you know, I have friends and I have super close friends. Like mm-hmm. Kim and June are two of my super close friends. And I have a couple of other friends who I consider super close. And then I have friends, you know, who I still share in information and experiences with. And then I also have associates who maybe I just go out with and we aren't really on a deep level um, as far as sharing personal information in our, our lives with each other. Um, so I, I don't think I have a whole bunch of friends. People always tell me I do. Can you have too many, though? And see, I don't think you can. I don't think you can have too many friends. Yeah, I don't think you can have too many. But I actually, I, I have kept my friends over the years. Yeah. So my friends are pretty much the same friends that I went to college. Actually, all my friends currently mostly are from college. My Now, see, those are my close friends. Yeah, my close, close friends, friends yes. yeah, I've met in college. I have a couple of close friends who I've met after college. Um, actually, Kim, I'm trying to think. You might be my only friend. <laughs> I have a best friend from we met working at Wendy's. So we're still, that's probably about 18 but years I'm strong. But I'm best friend number one. I can't. That's probably like 18 years strong. We met at Wendy's. So uh, other than her, it's Tanisha, 15 years. And then my friend Bridget. Uh, Ebony, 
So I have about a good six, seven, like long yeah, term, long term like, yeah. friendships. Yeah. And speaking of, well, for me personally, I have, uh, I have some really long standing friendships. Um, I, I have a group of girlfriends from high school, uh, and I can actually, even before high school, we went to elementary school together. Some of us even started hanging out as early as fifth grade. So I have some girlfriends I've been friends with for almost 20 years. Mm. Um, and then I do have um, a nice chunk of girlfriends from college as well. So that's 10 plus years as well. Are they close friends, friends, or associates? Close friends. Okay. Um, actually, one of them just sent me a card. Oh. She's super sweet. Um, shout out to Carly. Love you, Carly. That's super sweet. Um, but anyway, and then I do have the girlfriends that I've made uh, here in Houston. I've been in Houston for, um, what, gosh, almost nine years now? Eight mm-hmm. and a half, nine years, something like that. Um, and I do have my core group of girlfriends here, which, man, I don't know what i do without them. Mm-hmm. Um Kim and Tanisha are definitely part of that crew, but I also have a, a couple girlfriends here in Houston that I've had to cut out of my life um, recently, and then another really close friendship uh, that I ended probably about a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, um, all of this stuff is normal. It's a normal part of life, and yeah. again, it's, it's definitely not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah at all. Um, but like we said, sometimes it can be confusing when you lose friends, when you don't understand why the loss has happened. So we wanted to share with you guys some reasons why you might lose a friend, how your friendship can end. Um, and one of the reasons is that either your friend did something that really hurt you or you did something that really hurt your friend. Um, and I think typically, as far as I know, when people have lost friends, that's the number one reason that I see is that somebody has done something to the other person um, that just really crossed the line. Tanisha um, and, and I actually lost a friend that we shared um, yeah. and it, it kind of escalated to a point that of no return. And it how did. long have we since we've talked to her? Three years. I think it's more than that. No, because it was in 2015. Oh, OK. Yeah. But yeah, we 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 were like three peas in one pod. And um, just a text message just like escalated super duper duper quickly and to a point of no return. And we like in college, we were we were we were that couple. We were we were the Los Tres Amigos. (laughs) That that was our that was our group name. Mm -hmm. Los Tres Amigos. We were always together. Um, and yeah, and so that was Do you a feel she was a was season? unexpected. Was she, was she a season or it just, I didn't I feel that I she didn't was either. a season. I did not feel she was a season at all. I thought she was going to be a lifelong mm-hmm. friend. Like I expected her to be at my wedding, to be at the hospital with me when I had my first child. Totally did not see this coming. It was a complete blindside because like Kim said, it really happened from a text message. Tanisha was a bystander because it was, it was yeah. mostly she and I, like we were arguing right. and then she's the type where if you don't agree with her then she's not fucking with you either so Tanisha kind of became like the bystander of course Tanisha's gonna pick me Duh. I didn't. <laughs> to be clear, I didn't pick anybody. I tried not to. You pick picked sides. me. No, I didn't pick anybody. All I did was stand my ground. So the situation that happened was that Kim and Bethany, we'll call her, um, had gotten into a tiff via text message. Kim said something to Bethany that Bethany didn't like, and Bethany just went over the edge and started talking about Kim's mother. And, and I you know am, that's a line bitch, you don't cross. You don't talk I, about people's I will people's take mom. it there. Like my my mouth. Yeah, is and Kim deadly. took it there. Kim talked about her mama, about her daddy, oh, about no, her brother. She did. Girl, I talked about other topics that. Yeah, and I I won't go I into all that, telling all the 
close personal business, but she she hurt her feelings. I felt hurt. With it. I was like, shit, you know. Uh, but so nonetheless, I I didn't see any of this until after the storm had ended. I was with a client when they were doing all this texting. Um, and I spoke to both of them individually, and Bethany said that she felt that I uh, I had done some wrong to her because I was still friends with Kim after all of this happened. And, you know, I thought that was a really unfair position for her to put me in because I'm friends with both of them. I had nothing to do with that situation. Um, but like Kim said, I just kind of got caught in the crosshairs. And so Bethany cut us both off. Um, so completely unexpected. Literally in the morning, we were all still Los Trace Amigos. And by the end of the day, it was just a duo. the two of us. Yeah, the <laughs> duo, two peas in a pod, you know. Um, so that was something, you know, hurtful there. You know, they obviously hurt each other with the words that were shared. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, that friendship ended. June, have, yours, have any of your friendships ended as badly? Dramatically as that? Uh, yes, actually. So I have had two friendships, like I referenced earlier. Um, the first one is actually a lot more serious. Uh, and that was actually, she was my best friend for seven years. Mm. Um, one of the first friends I made here in Houston. And I feel like we had a lot of like mutual friends. And so, you know, even currently, I feel like it's, it's a little bit of an issue just when this particular, and it's a male friend, Mm. so when he has, like, parties and things, Mm -hmm. you know, like, we obviously both get invited and that kind of thing, but anyway, uh, this particular friendship, what really, I think, was the straw that broke the camel's back was that she ended up getting engaged, right, Mm -hmm. Um, which is great, I mean, that's an exciting thing, and it's it's an exciting time in a woman's life, but um, I feel like my personality was, it's, it's so incredibly different than hers, Um, she has a strong personality. I have a strong personality, but when it comes to like friendships, I know I've told you that I've told both of you this multiple times, but I'm, I'm a lot more laid back with my friendships. Um, I don't really like press too hard on, on anything unless it's like with my man, like, you know, in an actual romantic relationship. And I felt like, you know, she was constantly on me about things and in regards to the wedding, in regards to the wedding and also just the friendship, you know? Um, like she would always want to have these talks and said that she felt like, you know, our friendship had changed so no, much. No, not blah, that blah, blah, type. Blah. Oh my God. Girl, that would it was drive like me so mm-hmm. much drama. And so anytime I saw her on my phone with a text message or I saw her calling, like, it's like my heart sank, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I, I do not want to talk to this yeah. girl, even though that's why Tanisha I was, and I click. Cause we are like men and we don't, do, <laughs> we don't do feelings. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like that's kind of, and my girlfriends have actually told me that before. Like you don't care about anything. Mm-hmm. Like you, you brush everything off your shoulders. And I'm like, for, I mean, yeah. And well, why like, it? yeah, why, and I think yeah. It's a misunderstanding too. It's not necessarily that we don't care. Cause I yeah. feel the three of us are a lot alike in mm-hmm. that way. And it's not that we don't care. It's just that, there are some things, I think you just said, don't sweat the small stuff. There are some things exactly. that just don't need to be stressed. And exactly. so I'm not going to stress myself over it. Exactly. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, you're fine. So basically what, what kind of, um, again, just last straw for me was, you know, I was in her, obviously a bridesmaid in her wedding. And so there was all this stuff going on and she had planned for like this photo shoot. And this photo shoot was, 15 months prior to her wedding. Oh, wow. So super far in advance. I thought it was the stupidest thing ever, right? <laughs> like, why the fuck are we having this photo shoot mm-hmm. a so year and a half before yeah. you get married, right? But anyway, uh, needless to say, you know, there was all this planning and stuff. And what had happened was my boyfriend, his mom ended up getting really, really, really sick. Um, and so she had to go in the hospital. We had to rush her to Galveston. 
Um, and it was just really an intense time for my boyfriend, who is super close to his mother and, of course, would move mountains for, for this lady. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am not going to leave his side during a time like that. Right. right? Absolutely not. Um, so basically what had happened was I ended up telling this particular friend that I had to pull out of the photo shoot. Um, and then on the way to Galveston, because I what I did was I packed a bag for my future mother-in-law, um, <laughs> toothbrush, you know, pajamas, all that kind of stuff, yeah. um, went to her house and got all that, you know, together for her. And then I was driving to Galveston and on my way to Galveston, I was listening to some John legend or whatever. And I remember taking like a snap on like while I was going over the Galveston bridge. And so anyway, I get to the hospital and I'm looking at my snaps and this is so petty, but I noticed that this particular friend had taken a screenshot And so I just asked her, I was like, why did you take a screenshot of my snap? And she said something to me about like how we needed to talk about it in person. And like, keep in mind, I'm at the hospital, like with my future mother-in-law. Yeah. And so anyway, like with the photo shoot stuff and like just the pettiness of it all. And then her always being upset about something. Like I'm telling you this whole, we need to have a talk about where our friendship stands. Yeah. This was a conversation that she wanted to have with me like, like, quarterly like it happened like four times a year I think yeah so at this point I was just like okay I'm pulling the plug on your wedding Mm -hmm. and this fucking friendship Mm -hmm. because I cannot I just simply cannot so yeah I mean I I did it via text message I know that's horrible but I didn't want to talk to her I didn't want to meet up with her because that's that's the last thing she suggested is that we meet up and talk in person and I was like I don't even want to go to that meeting like I don't I don't want to see you I don't want to talk to you and so I ended the friendship and pulled out of the wedding via text message. Yeah. And that was the end of that. So. Yeah, it, it happens like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just don't want to deal. You just don't want to deal at all. Especially if you feel that it's going to be some bullshit when you go to this meeting. Like the person's going to try to put all blame on you, which sounds like what oh, this yeah. girl probably would have tried to do. Um, and, you know, I, as I mentioned in our introduction, like I recently had a tiff with some friends Um, And it was a situation where we hurt each other, but not intentionally. And it wasn't anything even that we so much did directly to each other. Or it was, but it wasn't. There there was just some information that had gotten out. um, And the information was said to have come from Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. um, Or so it seemed. And... You know, it also seemed like it could have come from another person, and I was caught in the middle of that. I had no idea where it came from, and so I confronted my friends about it, and they felt really hurt about that because they couldn't understand why I would think they would do something like that. Um, and I actually didn't. I didn't think they could do something she was, like that. She was very adamant. She was like, I don't see them doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Kim and June, no. I talked to both of them about it, like, after everything happened. I, I was so confused. But then the other person who the information supposedly came from, I couldn't see them doing that either. So I was I was just completely lost. And um, we all have a, a group chat. I left the group chat because I was just confused and needed to get my head together. Um, And then recently I rejoined that chat 
Um, and it was just very awkward. One of the girls even left the group after I rejoined. Oh, wow. You didn't tell um, me this. Oh, yeah. Cause it I was, was because of you? Yeah, yeah. It was specifically because I rejoined. Um, wow. So she left the group after Thank I rejoined. You. There was, like, no talking. And I didn't scroll up, so I don't know if they had been talking before, which I'm sure they had. There was always talk in that group. Um, but when I rejoined, it was, like, for that day that I first got in there like nobody was saying anything and I thought this is really weird and I was like well maybe they're just busy um and even when the girl did left you tell group, anyone that you were yeah I, yeah oh. well that did I tell anyone I was going to join join no no I didn't I didn't um so I I I see a therapist I'm not afraid to share that I'm not crazy I'm or very pro therapist yeah absolutely I hate that people black people in particular have the stigma around going to mm-hmm. therapists there's nothing wrong with going to talk to people I need to vent exactly exactly and they help you see things from another perspective um but some I talked to my therapist about this entire situation and he suggested that I rejoin the group and just not say anything he was like just rejoin so they can kind of see that you're back in there which means you know you want to communicate see, I, in some I, way. I disagree with him really yeah well I disagree now seeing how things played out but you know so I I did that I rejoined the group I did say hey I'm back um and that was that was it and then the next day one of the girls reached out to me via text message and she said that she felt that I should say something more you know because it it appeared that I was coming in and just trying to act like things were back to normal yeah which which wasn't so it was totally misread you know the way that I left the group was misread the way that I came back into the group was misread Um, and so we all ended up having a conference call just a few days ago actually to discuss everything Um, and really not to rehash what happened but just to identify if we could repair the broken friendship So, you know, my first question to them was, where do you all stand with me? And essentially what I was asking is, is our friendship repairable? You know, after we've had this incident that seemed like it kind of broke us, can we get back together the way things were? Um, And everybody said yes. Everybody agreed that the friendship was repairable. So then our next step was to determine how we would move forward from where we were at. Um, And so at the end of the conference call, we were all laughing, talking about dicks and all kinds of stuff that we we usually talk about. Um, So it it ended up, um, you know, being okay. But a lot of times incidents like that don't happen that way. Sometimes those friendships end like the one June discussed. And she said that, yeah, yeah, the Mm -hmm. one that we discussed, sometimes they are just beyond repair. And so I was very fortunate that this was not an incident because the girls in particular that I mentioned, they, I do consider them close friends. Like I talk to them about all kinds of stuff. They talk to me about all kinds of stuff. Not as much as me, because I'm (laughs) Okay, can I just say something on that note? These two right here are very territorial. Like it is so funny how often I hear Tanisha say like, but but she ain't number one (laughs) and like same with kim like it's so funny i've never been that way about a friendship but these two are like you'd think they were most of the time i'm i'm playing i'm not but then i'm not (laughs) they are not playing even when june just said a friend sent her a card i i had to to press my lips tight not to say anything y'all and i look at the card like i just want to tear it up I am. I'm possessive. I am very possessive over my friends. But speaking of mending, uh, June, do you feel like your friendship with your 
uh, prior friend, do you feel like it, it can be mended? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's a no. I mean, yeah, no. I really don't have a lot. Like, okay, here's the thing. So I feel like I want to be very mature about the situation. Um, it's you know, there's a there's definitely a possibility that I might run into her one day. Um, and I actually I feel like I try to go out of my way to let that person know that you know, even though we had our differences, mm-hmm. like I still think you're great and I still wish you the best, yeah. right? Yeah. So I took the liberty to reach out to this particular friend during Hurricane Harvey. Okay. Um, just to make sure that like her and her fiance were okay, mm-hmm. right? And so she was very nice. Um, I told her that, you know, John and I were praying for them and that we were thinking about them if they needed anything, you know, she could reach out. Um, and she thanked me for it. She said the exact same, same thing back. Um, but that was actually the last uh, yeah, that was actually the last uh, time I talked to her, and to be completely honest, like I said, I might run into her one day, um, and I'm not going to ignore her. Mm-hmm. Like, I would definitely approach her and talk to her, but I really don't have any sort of want to um, open that friendship back up. I feel like so. y'all were different um, styles of friends. Like, overall, you weren't meant to be, like, best friends. It's different styles of Yeah, friends. yeah. So, okay, don't get mad to you, but I do have um, a best friend that lives in North Carolina. And, uh, Long distance, so I can hear <laughs> <laughs> But she has been in my life since I moved to Houston. And so she would always tell me, because I would tell her about all this stuff okay. that was going on, all this drama. And she's, she's a little bit older than I am, and I actually, I look up to her a lot, but she told me that, she'd always tell me that she felt like it was only a matter of time before I outgrew this particular friendship. And so it was interesting because, I mean, ultimately that ended up happening. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, I just think that's like, that's part of life and that's going to happen, right? You're going to outgrow certain friendships and especially like, like you mentioned, when you have two people that are so vastly different like that. Um, because like Tanisha and I are very different. Like we're very, very different, different, but somehow yes. we just click right there in the middle. Yeah, that little gray area. Like yeah, I don't go yeah. over her crazy land, and she doesn't come by. Yin and yang. <laughs> but I also think a lot of that, like T mentioned earlier, like she referenced how all of us have like a a, a, vor- a very kind of like laid back mm-hmm, approach mm-hmm, to friendships. Mm-hmm. And I think if that wasn't there, mm-hmm. there'd probably be more cattiness and drama. Absolutely. Because just before we recorded this, Tanisha rolled her eyes at me. And I <laughs> because we had a little tip about the intro, we and really now did. some people would like carry that on, and I like I was over it like yeah. two seconds after, after the eye roll. That meant it was done. We're like whatever. Right, that, that's what the eye roll means. Yeah, and I, I did. I called her a bitch. I said, "Don't you roll your eyes, bitch!" You know? And but that was it. Unlike June, though, I actually was fortunate fortunate to um, repair a friendship that ended over bacon. Um, <laughs> Oh, we God, literally so fell out over bacon for two years. We did not talk. We worked together. I mean, we're you know friends outside of work too, but uh, we worked together. So you know, two years of seeing each other and then just ignoring her ass. But this all came about over bacon. And then one day, I just we were in a meeting, and I sent her a text. I said, "Do you want to be my friend again? Circle yes or no." <laughs> and she circled yes. And it literally ever since then, it's just it picked up right where it left yes. off and like nothing even happened so um yeah i'm thankful for that though that we are you know back together again yes but um unfortunately I, with the other friendship that we referenced earlier mm-hmm. i don't feel that like i 
No, I don't feel. Well, I don't know. I kind of feel yeah. that it could be repaired just because there's been I, a yeah, lot of time. I don't hold on to you know. Let's yeah. just apologize. Well, no, but she does. This yeah. other friend, Bethany, definitely holds grudges. She's even said in the past that she holds grudges. She she would talk about things that happened in middle school oh, and how she was still upset with the person and wouldn't be their friends when we were in college. Mm-hmm. That's how much she holds on to things. Now, I I would be willing to repair the friendship with her, and I actually even reached out to her once because my husband had a falling out with one of his close friends and we made a deal because I kept pressuring him to talk to the friend because it was something super petty that they fell out over over $20 which is nothing you know um, so I, kept, <laughs> I kept pressuring him to reach out to this friend and make things right because the, his friend and um his friend's wife and I are good friends and I was like it's just awkward we can't even double date and stuff anymore y'all need to work this out so he told me that if I reached out to Bethany, he would reach out to his friend. So I did. I, I called her because I still had her number I'm, at I was the about time. to say, I'm shocked you even still had her number. Yeah, because I usually don't delete numbers I from my phone. <laughs> but I called her. She didn't answer. But then two seconds after I called, I got a phone call back from a blocked number. And I knew that was her. That's so her style. I knew it was her. So I answered the phone and I said, hello, hello. She didn't say anything. So I just hung up. And I kind of wish now that I would have just been like, Bethany, I know uh-huh. this is you. And just seen if she said something or if she would have hung up um, but nonetheless after that I was like okay you know she knows it was me there's not too many people she knows of the 228 area code besides Kim mm-hmm. so she had to know no, it I was one call. of us right and hearing my voice she knew it was me um, and she never called back again after that never reached out to me in any kind of way so I felt in my head that for her it was just over so at that point I deleted her number um, and I can't recall if I unfollowed her from like social media and stuff, but she oh, you never. Still I don't think I do, oh, okay. or I think maybe she blocked me because <laughs> I don't recall. Now that sounds like her. Yeah, because I don't recall unfollowing her, but she never comes up in any of my feed. But then of course, Instagram is so whack now, uh-huh. showing shit from five days prior. IG is bad. I'm like, I want to see the recent stuff. Like they're turning it. They Facebook took over it, and they're trying to turn it into another Facebook. No, yeah. keep it IG. I, <laughs> I want the old. I want that old thing back. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, yeah, so I I feel like 30% that that friendship could be mended, but, you know, 70% nah. So If she were to call me right now and she was like, hey, Kim, I'd be like, hey, bitch. Yeah, yeah, if something like that happened, yeah, and see, that's the way me and Kim are like that. We're just super cool and laid back. It's like it happened, it's over. I do think at some point a conversation would need to be had with like apologies like look Definitely. you know we went too far whatever whatever let's not let this happen again am I apologetic about what went down absolutely I felt I stooped to a low that yeah she wasn't yeah. apologetic at the time at the time, time, was at the time I was stomping next yeah like I, I yes. do feel like I stooped to a low that shouldn't have been uh, gone to but yeah yeah so, so Bethany, if, if you're listening, listening Bethany yes Kimberly is sorry <laughs> Sorry that we fell out, even though I didn't do anything. But Call I do miss our friendship. Yeah, girl, hit us up. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so definitely, like we said, things that are done that hurt the other person is a big reason and why friendships end. Um, but also friendships can end due to jealousy. You see that a lot of times somebody's, you know, doing good and all of a sudden people say, oh, you got Hollywood and you did this and that. You think you're better than me. And a lot of times it's just because that person is jealous. They Mm -hmm. feel inadequate next to their friend who is starting to shine in all these areas I have a friend that uh, still lives in my hometown in in Mississippi not Bridget 
Okay, yeah, so I, I just want to make that. Yeah, want to make yeah, sure that uh, was it. But uh, she always says that. Oh, Houston the major bougie. Houston the major bougie. Right. No, bitch, I I, I, I've that. grown up. Yeah, and, and changes. And moved on, made happen. decisions, and took actions in life to get to a better place. If you want to say stuck in the Mississippi mud, that's on you. Hey, mm-hmm. ain't no wrong with that mud. I'm mm. proud of where I'm from. Well, I'm proud of where <laughs> I'm from too. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying, you know, Mississippi is a slow. At least yeah. our our city of Gulfport, it's small, it's slow. Like the top speed limit is what 45 miles. Oh my god! Highway. I feel like I am a turtle when I go home. Yes, <laughs> that's how I felt over the weekend. I was like, Jesus Lord, mm-hmm. you know, it's just. Just give me the ticket. Let me right, right. And you know, you have to think in bigger cities, there are bigger opportunities. You have more job opportunities. There's more entertainment. There's Mm -hmm. more networking events, and you know, just ways to meet people. So definitely not downing, because I'm I'm proud of where I'm from too. I'll tell you, I'm from that crooked letter state in a heartbeat. I still don't understand how people never venture out to experience anything other yeah yeah that's like so, the world that's so is weird. so the, the state at least move yeah. up go go to jackson right. have you ever had jealousy in a friendship i have i have um not so much in my adult life and not thank goodness because you know that's that is definitely a quick way to lose me if you're mm-hmm. acting jealous like we're too old for that but you know, when I was younger, I definitely had friends who would say, oh, you're stuck up. You're bougie. You think you're better. You talk like a white girl. You think you're this and you think you're that. And, you know, all that kind of stuff. And they would they would intentionally do things to try to single me out. Like, you know, we're supposed to be friends, but come mm-hmm. lunchtime, they want to go sit at the table with so-and-so. And then later they want to come to me. Oh, girl, why didn't you come sit with me? Bitch, we sit at this same table yeah. every fucking day. And then today you decide you want to go over there. Like, you're trying to make it seem like you're more important. Yeah. And, you know, like we discussed, I'm laid back, so I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, didn't give a fuck then, I don't give a fuck now. Uh, you know, that's that's not a real friend. You know, somebody who who wants to try to take digs at you and stuff just because in their head they feel that you're better. You know, I don't feel I'm better, but you feel that way. So I've, I've definitely had some jealousy. Um I'm and yeah, worried. I can't think of an yeah. instance in my adult life though where I had jealousy. Oh, tell us, June. Let so, us know. <laughs> no, so I actually I, I never like put this out, but I, when I talked to a couple other girlfriends about it, they that's what they said. They said it sounds like she's jealous. Mm-hmm. So I have a girlfriend um, who I recently ended a friendship with, uh, and it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't anything like super dramatic. It was over. My like she didn't have a car at the time, and so I I didn't give her a ride, and so she put that on me. You know, she had some event to go to, whatever. First of all, bitch, it is not my responsibility to be your wheels, right? Yeah. But I'm not I'm not gonna get into the details of all of it. But this particular friend, um, prior to this, you know, little disagreement that we had, she constantly would make a point to somehow tear down the way that I interacted in my relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, she would always tell me that, um, or she would make me feel like I wasn't independent enough in my relationship because I cook for my man every night, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we do everything together. We go to the gym together. We... I mean, whatever, you name it, we do it together. And to me, like... That's, Is she single? Yeah, no, 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 no. So she wasn't single. She, she when I first, I mean, when, when her and I first started our friendship, she was single. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up meeting this guy. And when she first met him, she she told me she didn't, felt, she didn't feel like he was good enough because he didn't make enough money, which I think is horrible Mm -hmm. but uh she is with this person now I think she kind of got over that and she seems happy right so that's great but you know while she was in this kind of gray area with this particular guy 
Um, like I said, she would constantly kind of come for my relationship, right? And the way that I interacted with my boyfriend. And so, again, like trying to make me feel like a weak woman or like I'm not strong enough or whatever. And so, you know, when I would talk about this with some of my other girlfriends, they'd be like, well, it sounds like she's jealous. You know, it sounds like you have kind of what she wants. Yeah. And so she's constantly bringing it up and whatever. But anyway, long story short, I am no longer friends with this person. And I'm actually really happy about it just because, again, it's another one of those friendships where it felt like there was constantly some sort of drama, yeah. you know? Um, like, I don't like feeling like I'm in the hot seat or like I'm, you know, like I'm at, at fault all the time. Yeah. And that's kind of how she was making me feel. And so, you know, again, after going through that one that one friendship that I referenced earlier with the wedding, you know, where if I feel like I'm being bullied, I'm just going to cut it off because I, I don't have time for that and I'm way too old for it. Let's kind of talk about outsiders influencing our friendships and if we think that has, you know, any, or if that kind of um, determines, you know, how you're going to, how you're going to move forward. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and that is definitely one of the ways that a friendship ends. Sometimes people on the outside of the friendship influence it. Your family, other friends that you have, or your spouse a lot of times, um, I had a situation where, and this person wasn't my friend. This person was actually a family member, um, and we were very close in age. She was just a grade above me. And so when when I moved to Mississippi, our parents both, you know, really pushed us together because we lived together, you know, um, and they always wanted us to hang out. And even when we were younger, you know, we realized that we just really didn't mesh too well. Like, I, I wouldn't see us probably hanging out if we hadn't been family um, but our parents always pushed us together if she went somewhere they wanted me to go if I wanted to hang out with a friend they were telling me I should be with her and you know all this kind of stuff so as we grew up you know that was just kind of became the norm for us that we would hang out together um, and when I ended up going to college she went to the same university so I would always ride up there with her and come back home with her um, and you know, things were good. It actually seemed that we had kind of built a genuine friendship, um, out of the force, you know, of our parents over all these years. Um, and then things kind of started to decline my freshman year. She was dating a guy. And when she introduced me to him, I told her, I was like, Oh, you know, I know who that guy is. He tried to talk to me, you know, at the beginning of the year. Um, and of course she didn't like that. I could so see it in her face, but it was like, he didn't know that she existed. You know, it, it to me wasn't a big deal. It wasn't like I actually dated him. I just said that he attempted to talk to me and I turned him down. Um, but she didn't turn him down when he talked to her. So they were dating. Um, and at a point in their relationship, he and I happened to be at the same club because I used to go to clubs a lot. And we danced with each other. It was not a slow song. There was nothing sensual. We didn't touch. There was there was nothing crazy going on. As a matter of fact, I think we danced to like a little Wayne song. Um, and anyways, one of her friends had been there, unbeknownst to me. And the friend called her and was like, ooh, girl, your cousin's in here dancing with your man. And, I, you know, being super messy, trying to make it like it was something that it wasn't. Um, so my cousin just stopped talking to me. She didn't ask me about it. You know, she didn't get my opinion, which I thought was completely unfair, but she just totally stopped speaking to me. Um, 
And so eventually I asked her about it. I was like, what's going on? Because she had gone home and I didn't know. My grandmother called me and was like, oh, why didn't you come home with Tanya? And I was like, I didn't know Tanya was going home. So I confronted her about it. And then that's when she told me what the friend had said. Um, and she said that there were other instances throughout their relationship where she felt that I was trying to press up on him. And I had to let her know. I said, girl, you are out of your damn mind. Number one, I've already told you that the dude tried to holler at me before and I didn't want him. So what in the hell makes you think that I'm trying to holler at him now, especially now that you have him? I still think he's ugly. I still think he's a pathological damn. liar. I did think he looked like a little monkey. That's just what it was. I still think he's a pathological liar, you know, just all these negative things about him. And she knew that I felt this way. So why she would believe anything her friend said or why she would, you know, see these imaginary things, you know, thinking that I was trying to press up on him. I don't know. I have no clue. Um, but nonetheless, we fell out because of that. It's not even things that you do yourself sometimes. It's just other people being jealous and other outside influences people you know running their mouths being messy um that can affect the friendship but i think it's really up to you if you allow that to happen you know um, well, unfortunately i've i've ne- i don't think i've ever dealt with jealousy in a friendship i don't not that i recognize i definitely yeah. didn't uh have any jealousy in a friendship um but do you feel like uh, do you feel we can develop new friendship best friends at this age at this age, can mm-hmm. we develop new friends? Absolutely. Yeah, I think you can develop friends at any age. Yeah, best friends? I mean, yeah, think about it. I mean, I'm 31. You're 31. June is 29. You know, we still have several years in our lives. Yeah. And, you know, as we get older, too, into, like, our, our golden girl years and <laughs> stuff like that, you know, we're going to meet other golden girls who will be super close with. So, yeah, I think you can make, like, best friends at any point in your life. Yeah, Absolutely. I say that because uh, they, I came across an article and it said that most life friendships develop in your late teens early 20s Hmm. and after that most people don't make most people don't make new friends oh really as far as close friends yes Hmm. i'm surprised about that i feel like i could make new friends like clearly june and i we've been friends like what a year two years yeah almost it's less than y'all so i mean i I definitely see making new friends and even best friends so i kind of disagreed with the article yeah i do too you can absolutely Mm -hmm. you can make friends at any time anytime think about like old people who live in a nursing home and stuff they meet the people there and they become close especially if these people don't have family that visit a lot of time they kind of become each other's family so you can't say that oh this 60 year old person or 80 however old you might be in a nursing home isn't gonna make friends like you can absolutely make new and close you know friends for sure and especially even you know saying that you know if you move for example like we're all here in houston yeah Yeah, but if we happen to move we're gonna make new friends you may lose some friends because of that and you make new ones wherever it is that you go is there anything you miss about your old friends no, mm-hmm. I do. Absolutely not. I do. Bethany, I miss Bethany. I yeah. I do. I can't. Bethany was so country. It Ooh, just like really? the the hilarious things she would say and do. Like I was yeah. like, only North Mississippi people would do this <laughs> shit. <laughs> Listen, she asked me one day what real orange juice was, y'all. Real <laughs> shit. She called me on the she, phone and she, she was, was on like, that "Sunny D shit." Yes, she. Yeah, that's what she. To her, Sunny Delight was orange juice. 
Um, oh, and man. I don't know how she found out that that wasn't really orange juice, but she called me one morning. And she was like, Tanisha, what's real orange juice? <laughs> and I told her, I said, Bethany, don't ever ask <laughs> don't anybody <laughs> that question again. Yeah. I was like, this stays right here. <laughs> like, don't ever ask anybody. But so I told her some brands of real orange juice. Mm-hmm. But that was just, it was just too funny. Yeah. So just little things like that. And then, you know, she had a son to... Um, and, you know, we liked hearing about him, even though we didn't really see him because she had moved to a different state. She didn't live here in Houston. She uh, lived in a whole other state. Um, but so, you know, it's just like we lost that relationship, too. So I do. I do miss her. I do. But I can't think of any other friends that I've lost over the course of my lifetime that I just miss or wish that I had back. But speaking of that, having those friendships back, um, Sometimes you do want to repair those relationships and there are ways that you can do that. I know that June said that she feels that her relationships that were lost are beyond repair. She really doesn't have an interest in repairing them. Um, And, you know, Kim and I said that the mutual friend that we lost, we would like to repair it if possible. And that's kind of the first step in mending a friendship is identifying whether or not it can be mended. So I think we've all come we've all agreed about whether we can or cannot mend our personal friendships that were lost. Um, But another way to start mending the friendships is just to reach out to the person. So June mentioned that she reached out to her friend. Uh, after Hurricane Harvey happened. Um, And so if she wanted to open that door, that would have been a good opportunity to do so. Um, And you also have to identify what you have to lose. So like Kim just asked us, is there anything we miss about our friends that we lost? So that's that's a good way to know if you want that friendship back. We obviously do. We miss June them. was adamant she missed nothing. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> There's nothing she wants, nothing she wants to do for it with it at all. Um, so yeah. do you so, feel yeah. friendships can go back to what they were? I do. I think that it would take time, though. It, mm. it definitely takes time, which is another part of mending your friendship. Just give it time, even with the ladies that. I recently repaired our friendship with. I don't feel that right now, obviously, our friendship is where it was, like because the trust was broken. There was there was trust broken, Um, and so it's going to take time to really fully mend it back to where it was. You know, right now everything's cool. We can still laugh and and talk normally, but I I feel that probably in the back of all of our hearts, there's that little bridge with the trust is still a little crumbled. You know, and so. It, it has to, it will take time for it to fully mend, but I absolutely think it will. Yeah. And I think it can in other people's friendships too. Um, but so also in mending your friendships, it's good to ask for advice. You know, when this incident happened, I talked to Kim, I talked to our friend Bridget, I talked to June, I talked to a lot of different people. My therapist. If you had talked to me mentioned. about re-entering the group, I definitely would have voted no for that. Yeah, you would have. And I, I probably would have voted you go to each person individually. Because I feel, even though you all are a group, I feel like, you know, the whole individual would have been more sincere. Well, the reason why I didn't do it individually was because, well, number one, yes, we we are, we usually communicate within a group. Um, And also because I had kind of called them all out in a group, it wasn't like I went individually and asked them in the first place, like, did you say this? Did you do this? You know, I did it as a group, rounded everybody up. Um, and so I felt that it would be better just to talk to everybody at once. And they did, too. Um, so, you know, it, it worked out. But it's it's whatever works best for you. Whatever type of communication works best for you um, is what you roll with. It's what you roll with. Um, and then also make sure that you 
uh, apologize. <laughs> Apologies are a big deal. I apologize for my part in what happened with our situation. Um, I think June, you said that. Did you say that you and your friend like apologized to each other when y'all had talked, or your ex friend? So the one that I referenced, the one that got upset about, you know, me not giving her a ride, that one in particular, I did apologize if, because I, she, I mean, her feelings were obviously hurt, yeah. Yeah. right? I didn't necessarily feel like I had done anything intentionally or, you know, anything that was horrible, right. but it seemed like her feelings were hurt. So I did apologize mm-hmm. and she did not. And so I absolutely called her out on it and I was like, you can't even be big enough to apologize. Oh. And she just kind of gave me like an LOL or something very immature. So, yeah. um, and furthermore, which is unfortunate. Yeah. There's so many, yeah. there's, I feel like some, sometimes pride is a huge thing absolutely. for people yeah. Um, yeah. and egos and that kind of thing. And it is unfortunate because this particular friend, you know, she's, she's a lot older. And so I think uh, age ain't nothing but a number, right? But I think for me personally, for my older girlfriends, and that means y'all too also. No, you didn't. I do look as y'all kind of like as my sisters. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I do want to be able to look up to you in, in, around certain things. And yeah. this friendship in particular, it was it was like I was going backwards. And it felt like I was constantly having to like lead her in that mm-hmm. sense. And so for me, I really don't have time for that kind of thing. So no. Yeah. yeah. Me and my bacon yeah. friend, we actually didn't apologize. It was just legit, like just picked up where we left yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> now that was one where the friendship just kind of mended itself. It was yeah. like, we, they, they fell out over burnt bacon, y'all. It was, it was <laughs> she burnt some bacon and tried to blame it on me. And I'm like, bitch, I didn't burn this bacon. Yeah. Yeah. No, she didn't try to blame it on me. I had mentioned something about it. And she was like, why do we have to call out me? And I was like, right, bitch, it's yeah, your bacon. Yeah. Cause there was a debate on whether the bacon should be cooked in the microwave or in the oven. And everybody said, just throw it in the microwave. But she wanted to put it on a cookie sheet. In Which we didn't oven. have. Huh? We didn't have a cookie sheet, so she made it a, a sheet out of aluminum foil, and it spilled oh, over the oven, happened? and it started I burning. She put it on the no. cookie sheet, but all the grease spilled over that. No. Okay, so it was aluminum foil, and all the grease spilled over, and it started burning. And we were in a rental home at like this beach house. Which, you know, really made it more tense because it's like we're fucking up somebody else's stuff, you know? Um, and so, yeah, so when Kim was like, you burned the bacon, she got super butthurt about it. It was like, oh, no, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they stopped talking. Y'all. But she's back bay now and happy yes. belated birthday to her. Yes, yes. Sorry we missed bingo. So that pretty much wraps up our episode number three. So just keep those tips in mind. Like if you if you have a friend that you have lost and you want to repair it with them, the first step is just reaching out. Reach out and see how they respond. And go from um, there. Yeah. And if you've recently lost a friendship and you're feeling bad about it, think about the reasons we said friendships end. It may not be your fault. There's no reason you should feel bad. And, and some sometimes. people are just seasons. I mean, yeah. yeah you know, it if, it's, if it it's a friendship that you truly want to get back, I mean, of course, reach out like Tanisha said. But some people are meant for a season. Yeah. They are not there for a lifetime. I truly so believe true. it. And not everyone deserves your time either. Yeah. I mean, you really have to protect yourself when it, especially space, when it comes yes. to friendships. So I know these two are huge advocates for repairing relationships. And I think that's great. Absolutely. But that's not always the case. Like they mentioned, sometimes a person is in your life for a season um, and that's okay too. Right. You got to take care of you at the end of the day. Exactly. But thank you all so much for tuning in to episode number three. Yay. Girl, bye. <laughs> uh, please don't forget to follow us on all the platforms, Instagram, Twitter, at PPW Podcast. Yes. Email us with any questions, comments at PPWpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So that and, is the end. And listen to us on uh, 
not Spotify. We need to get on Spotify. We need to make that happen. Yeah. But we are on iTunes. We're on the podcast app. Uh, we are on SoundCloud. Rate us five stars. Yes, absolutely. Once again, we are five star bitches or five star <laughs> ladies. However you want to think of us. You know, Real give us life. five stars, you know. Um, and share, share with your friends about us, please. Like we want more people to listen and follow and connect with us. So any comments you have, any questions you have, you can drop it on the platforms that, uh, Kimberly mentioned and that wraps it up guys. And so we will see y'all next time. Bye. Bye, Bye y'all.